0: Oh, what you're saying, he's on the hot seat. I'm not saying UNCC, he's on the, saying he no, on the hot
1: seat. I didn't say he's on the hot seat. I'm saying, how much, how far can you go if you have one of the best rosters in football and you, you're not winning a championship? That's all I'm asking.
0: Let I me mean, just keep. Because isn't that the that's expectation? That's a
2: good question. That's a very good question you you can't answer as you, as you can hear Jason. I don't even know I, I already know who you're talking about I just walked in and know exactly what you're talking about you can't answer Jason you, you I don't, know, you don't know nothing
0: about all this. Well, actually you do actually you do how much longer Dave Roberts gonna be there
2: so Dave Roberts gonna be all right I think I hope mm. I pray ask me in November <laughs> Ask me in November. It's you know, you know me. I don't come get nowhere. too hyped about the Dodgers until I get my heart broken around my birthday every year.
0: These pesky <laughs> Diamondbacks coming out of nowhere. Where is that mm. coming from? Who
2: knows? It happens all you know. It every happens year. in baseball.
1: Yeah. yeah, like teams just sprout up out of nowhere. Never baseball.
0: happens with the Rockies though. Rockies are always in last place. Well, I weren't mean, them, once weren't, weren't 10 the 10 Rockies so. good last year? No, the Rockies. I think. I think. I believe I have this correct. They've never won the NL they came into Major League Baseball in 1993. Oh, and
2: they went to the World Series, there, the wild card? Yep. Remember I they won remember that? that.
0: Uh, they beat the Padres in the wild card game. Oh, okay. They've never won the NLS. That's almost amazing.
1: Jason Jones got it.
2: And they've had some talent. So, mm-hmm. I mean, that just sounds crazy. I'm like, Larry Walker and those guys didn't win one? Mm-mm.
0: It's crazy, man. Yeah, well. Danny Castillo, Dante Bichette,
2: Eric Young. Troy Tulowitzki and they're, they're still more popular
1: they're still more popular than the Nuggets. <laughs>
2: they are.
1: That's they crazy. They're still more popular in Denver than the Nuggets. Like how? <laughs> how
2: is that possible?
1: I don't know. It's crazy. Maybe
2: because George Carl's on Twitter raising havoc and well, getting Kenyon Martin and them hyped up. Could be. Every could day. be that.
0: It was J.R. Smith, now it's Kenyon Martin. What do you think about the uh final so format? I thought game 1 was boring as all hell. Um, I thought game two was the exact opposite. I really enjoyed it. Are you like, did you, are you like one of the people like, oh, you're crazy if you thought game one was boring?
1: I didn't think it had any type oh, of joy. I'm sorry, did someone say that? Well, James looked at me crazy. Well, no, we looked at you crazy because you were like, this series sucks. We're well, like, well, like, it's like, wait, it's like, maybe the, like the game. It didn't get, it didn't and you just change. kept going,
0: you're on. You know, the game one was game
1: every time one. we'd say so. You're, it was a, uh, game one. No, the game was bad, but you. Had, <laughs> I didn't see it getting any you better. Had pro- I think that's where it was. Like, well, wait a minute.
2: Yeah, I think I. I think I was cooking dinner or something during game one, or just.
1: <laughs> yeah, most I mean, people would stopped
2: watching. Every to me, almost every series has at least one game where I'm like, oh, okay, whatever. Mm. And I just I think too, it's, it's just a different vibe nowadays. So back in the day, like we you know now, I feel like an old man. You know, the game was an event. You had to sit in front of the TV. Like I can put the game on my phone and do other stuff and mm. still like kind of be watching it. But game two was definitely more fun. Yeah. I mean, I think everyone kind of felt like if the Nuggets was gonna beat them up for four or five games, no one wants to watch this. Yeah. You know, I- but I think um, you know, Spo was spo I think Spo uses that zone as well as any coach in the NBA, probably probably the best of when he throws it at you. And what makes their zone so good is that it's not kind of a last resort. You could tell they practice it because they can still kind of rebound out of it. You could tell when those teams just throw it out there, like, okay, oh, we have no idea. Let's just throw a zone out there. Mm. So, I mean, I figured that, you no, know, Miami wouldn't get swept. I they would get game two in Denver? Probably not. But hey, at this point, it's kind of crazy to, to doubt Miami's going to do something to me. At least at this point, right now.
0: I don't think we talked about it, Damian. But did you see uh, when Coach Spo called myself and Steve Kerr? Uh, what do you say, untrained eye or something? Yeah, like untrained that? eye. Yeah.
2: <laughs> when he said,
0: "For those who said we made Jokic to score, that's just something oh, ridiculous said by yeah. the untrained eye." Yeah. And I was like, oh, yeah. sorry, Spo. I, I thought Steve my eyes At home,
2: like, dang! I didn't know I was so untrained. <laughs>
1: Well, the funny thing was, uh, uh, shout out again, and then this the second time his name Tim McMahon mm. from the Hoop Collective podcast. They talked to Mike Brown. Uh, I don't know. I don't How about
0: a week ago, right? I, I think I'm. Gonna,
1: yeah, it was. It was yeah. before the series started, and he essentially the gist of the scoring thing was: don't let him get everybody else going. Mm. Don't let him get 12, 13, 14 assists because that's where you're that's where you're cooked because yeah. he's capable of scoring on every possession. If he gets Jamal Murray feeling like he can score at, at every wow, possession, you're done. Like you don't have enough answer for that. Mm-hmm. And that was, that's
2: what I said before they played the Lakers. I said, you can't let him get the 30, 20 and the 14 assist, mm-hmm. you yeah. know, and <laughs> if you're going to let, and I think people are kind of jumping the wrong way. when you say, well, you let him be a score. They did, you know, to score i mean bad game he's getting like 25 i mean he's not going to have like a 10 a 10 point game i mean he's just too good mm-hmm. you know got a lot's got to go wrong for him to not score but they did you know the difference was jamal murray didn't become the, you know the second you know incarnation of you know you know tracy mcgrady or whoever it was <laughs> you know a couple of weeks ago <laughs> you know michael porter jr wasn't you know kevin Durant or you know it just you get which you you can't let everyone get going. And I think mm-hmm. Miami, I think uh I like what Kerr said. He said Miami's pretty much said, you know what? We've got to take out Jamal Murray. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and I think that's a so it's a smart thing because you're not going to stop Joker. Mm-hmm. I mean, they run too much through him. He has the ball too much. He's going to, he's going to board, he's going to score, he's going to find guys, but you just can't let everyone you know get going and that game one i mean you got kcp going everyone's going so mm-hmm. and plus a lot of times these coaches really overreact during press conferences <laughs> they really overreact that's why I, a lot of times i don't care about watching them because i don't believe a good portion of what's being said these damn
1: <laughs> untrained eyes
2: <laughs> yeah the untrained you know maybe he didn't like the phrasing of let him be a score i don't know but like I said, a lot of these guys overreact way too often. To these professors sometimes, like, ah, how dare you ask me that? It's like, I didn't know there was a list of things we shouldn't dare to ask. You. I mean, there are bad questions.
1: There definitely
2: I, are. <laughs> I mean, let me preface by saying there are bad questions. You yep. know, but I didn't think that was the worst question in the world for for Spo to be like, oh, my God, to, to give us the uh, you media people don't know what you're talking mm-hmm. about. Didn't have Steve Kerr and Draymond have a podcast saying the exact same thing. So that, that, that was the best part for me.
1: <laughs> what did you, is, speaking of Steve Kerr, what did you think about the remarks he made about everyone on Miami buying into their role? And then he kind of gave Draymond the old reference of, we know what it's like when everyone's not buying in and they're coming into the locker room and they're complaining about playing time and, I should have played more and all of those different things. And how magical it is when the when the group is cohesive. What did you think about Steve Kerr throwing that line out there for everybody to interpret how they wish?
2: Steve's just having fun with us. Mm. I mean, how much now- fun do you
1: think Jonathan Kaminga had with it?
2: <laughs> I'm,
1: not I'm guessing he didn't have a lot. <laughs> or, 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 or I mean, I, there's probably a list of players that that didn't find that line is very amusing.
2: Yeah, you know. Shoot, him. Kevin Durant might not have found it amusing, for all we know.
1: Well, yeah. Yeah, sure. You know, I mean, you've got yeah, 10 I years mean, of Golden State Warrior teams that are like, wait a minute.
2: Yeah. There's a bunch of guys going, David Lee's like, hold up, hold up. you talking about me? You know? David Lee. <laughs> I mean, we can go back on what, you know, they've been together so long. That could yeah. be anybody, yeah. you know, but it's true. I mean, when you have, you know, that can really throw off the chemistry if you don't have a strong leadership core in a, in a locker room. Mm-hmm. But I think in Miami, we all know Pat Riley runs that. We know he's empowered Spo, so you know, even LeBron James wasn't going to run Spo out of there.
1: Mm-hmm. He tried.
2: So, I mean, you, yeah. So <laughs> when you've tried. got a when you've got a power structure in place and the leadership is clear, guys can try it, but you know, the, usually the majority can make those people either fall in line or they get them out. They get them out and get them out that locker room.
0: It really feels like. Um... They're just going to run this thing back in Golden State. Like, I don't – I think they're going to try to move on from Jordan Poole and and uh, maybe even Jonathan Kaminga. But the funny thing about that is if you do that, if you try to move on from those guys and leave the, you know, the the vets, the the, the core there, who are you going to get – like, what position is this person that you move on Jordan Poole for? What's he going to play?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: He's not starting to point. You're not starting at the two, not starting at the three, (laughs) not at the four. And I don't know, maybe you get a center, maybe. But like, and then like, why are you trading Jordan Poole for a guy that you can't even have in your starting lineup? So I just think they're they're running it all back.
2: I mean, this time of year, we get so many dumb things out there. I mean, (laughs) who knows what this stuff is going to look like in October. I mean, for God's sake, Either Kyrie, played, they should have been revoked.
0: <laughs> Legit, that's hilarious. What, what you know? What,
2: I mean, I, I think just financially, I mean, you've got the salaries the Warriors have. You're limited. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, I think probably the craziest thing you probably could do is just blow the whole thing up and keep Steph and build around him. Mm-hmm. But how happy mm-hmm. would Steph be if you get rid of Clay and get rid of all his homies?
1: Well, I think there's question of would Steph even be okay if you got rid of Dream on. Mm. It's
2: a good point, yeah. So I mean, yeah, it's, we can have fun, you know. ESPN trade machine works, so we can all go in there and create trades. Worst <laughs> thing ever. Worst I, thing I ever. It, it is fun. I started covering the NBA what, in 2009. Even back then, coaches and players and GMs all said that's the worst thing they ever put on the internet. <laughs> that's the worst thing they ever invented was the trade machine because once it says it works. Yep. Years, you're like, why don't you make this deal? It makes sense. They're, they had a guy, a Laker guy on Twitter yesterday trying to convince me that he created a trade for, for a LeBron that made sense.
1: Oh, <laughs> well, lost me there. Cause that you know, doesn't I was exist. Like,
2: I was like, I said, and I told him I'd rather let LeBron retire than take Maxi Kleba, Dave Bertans and Tim Hardaway. He's like, well, what about Jalen Hardy? I, I don't care.
1: So the so really the dumbest thing about all of that because what what people what you should do is eliminate everyone's name because all you're doing on the trade machine is trading contracts. Yeah, right. You're trying to make finances work. You're not trading for players. You're making money work. That's what the trade machine is. That's why it's the stupidest thing ever created. It has nothing yeah. to do with a team or a a a. a players it just has to do with what their contracts are
2: or logic you know. <laughs> right there
1: there is not a there is not a logic that that's what they should do that would impress me about the, tra- <laughs> the trade machine okay it works logic factor on a scale of 1 to 10 is 0. <laughs>
2: You're better off going on 2K and try. This 2K will reject the trade.
1: And now there's a penalty that says you've been banned from using the trade machine for 30 days. What
0: well, is that like the uh like the timeout here in the chatty house? You yes,
1: get- a, a second infraction will result in in, 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 in a, a 3 month in a in a 3 month uh uh ban a uh, further infractions <laughs> for stupid trade ideas will result in permanent suspension.
2: Yeah, but I mean, for, for this business, is great for content because we can sit around and figure out, you know, what trade works for Harrison Barnes, what team should take Rashawn Holmes, uh, why would this trade work, Oof. and it would be like... And Oof. I always to tell was people, I mean, before you send me these things, yeah. ask me, why would the other team do this?
1: Mm. Yep.
2: Why... What, like, what reason... Would this team have to take all of your crap for their star?
1: Mm-hmm. Where do you think Kyrie is playing next season?
2: Dallas. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I never thought I've you know I've never bought into that he's going to be a Laker thing because one, I just don't think with the window they have with LeBron, can you bring is can you trust Kyrie? I mean, and like I think I said last week, somebody mm-hmm. told me at the trade deadline. Hope Cuban has fun when that guy starts ruining their team.
1: Oh, Kyrie ain't going to do that. I mean, mean, I'm
2: I'm serious. I couldn't stop laughing yesterday. I could not stop laughing yesterday at he wants to create a big three of LeBron, (laughs) Luca, and himself. Okay. They're going to play with three basketballs? That would be fun. (laughs) You got three guys just... (laughs) Just, i mean
1: just, just dribbling
2: i mean this <laughs> i it, it, I couldn't stop laughing and and i hope fans are understanding that and the people are saying well, why are they talking about this I, like, I hope people understand this comes from like their people mm. you know this isn't just out of no you know people don't make this stuff up they want this stuff out there and even the one report about the the Mavs explored trading for LeBron during the season. LeBron wasn't eligible to be traded. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just like, maybe Kyrie's on the trade machine. (laughs) It's just, I mean, I've always thought he was going to stay. I mean, you look at the money on the table, the fact that Dallas has to do something because you let Kyrie Mm -hmm. walk. Mm -hmm. You got, you know, It's only a matter of time before Lucas says, get me out of here. And that may happen anyway, Mm -hmm. you know, but I just don't, I just, I can't see another team desperate enough to put a max deal out there for Kyrie. I mean, if this was the Lakers pre-tread deadline, maybe, but they could could honestly say to themselves, you know what, for all the headache and drama, we'll just bring D'Angelo back and deal with that before we bring in a guy who may be unavailable because he wants to go sit on zoom or, you
0: know. <laughs> he wants but to look, go on a spiritual quest. I, I, I'm not going to lie. What if LeBron says, I don't like that idea of bringing D'Angelo back. Cause I don't think bringing the D'Angelo back is the answer. So what if he's like, I want Kyrie. I mean, that's what a lot of people, I, they didn't buy into it. I speculated that LeBron is trying to put pressure on the Lakers. He is.
2: Coming I think out. he definitely is. But I also think that when he does that, Rob Palenka should just go back to, was it 2021 and say Russell Westbrook? Mm -hmm. That was you you and AD, you know, the GM and assistant, you know, assist AD assistant GM. (laughs) You know, this is what you Mm want and look what it got us. And I think as a Lakers franchise, if Kobe Bryant, remember when Kobe tried to take over, hold, hold them, you know, basically hostage, like, I'll you better trade me or else. And I, I think at this point, Jeannie goes back to the kind of channels her dad and says, no, you can retire. But we're not going to cave in to just because, you know, you want this. Wasn't and the deal
1: with Chicago really close.
2: From yeah. what I heard, uh, actually, from what I it was in Chicago, the the deal that was close was Detroit. Oh, OK.
0: I thought it was, yeah. I thought, I, oh, well, you would know better than I would, Jason, but I thought I, it was I want to say, I you know, want to say, Dang. he didn't want to, yeah, he didn't want to, they didn't want to include him in the deal or something. No, Kobe didn't want the Bulls to include Luau Dang in the deal.
2: And I think I forgot, I, I, I forgot who told the story in one of the docs I watched. It might have been in that Laker doc where the trade that was, would have been done was Detroit, where basically they were going to get, Damn near the entire roster from the Pistons. Mm. And Vanessa didn't want to live in Detroit.
1: Well, mm. that'll kill quick. If I remember quick.
2: correctly from the story, Vanessa was like, no.
1: It's so <laughs> cold in the Can't blame her.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So it was like, no, we're not, no. Yeah. not going to not gonna force your way to, out of LA to go play in Auburn Hills. <laughs> right. <laughs> and right. If anyone who's never, I mean, now you wouldn't know because they play downtown. There was nothing fun about going all the way out to Auburn Hills, Nope. at all, no, nope. at all, awful. I mean, they, had, I mean, they had a nice little white castle over by the one Marriott that I would go to, you know, a little Mexican restaurant right by the by the Marriott in Pontiac. That's but, not
1: a good enough reason.
2: Yeah, yeah there really, I, there really was no reason to be in Auburn Hills at all. How far is like, Auburn it, Hills? It's just like, why is this way out here?
0: In comparison, how like here in Sacramento, where is Auburn Hills? Like th- about 30, 40 minutes. From Detroit?
2: Uh, almost like, an hour, almost an hour. From
1: Yeah. downtown? Yeah. It would be yeah.
2: like, it would yeah, be, you'd be going past, definitely past Folsom. Yeah. Yeah, It's it, It's, a, it's it, you're, you're talking about Placer. <laughs> oh. Geez. Yeah, it, it's, it, it, I remember because when I would book my travel and whatever, get a car, you had to give yourself an extra hour mm-hmm. to get to the airport because you needed about an hour to get there. And one time I got to the airport and the next game was in Cleveland and the flight got delayed. The uh, worker told me you drove from Auburn Hills here. You could have just stayed in the car for two more hours and you'd have been in Cleveland. Oh. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's brutal, so. The next man. time
2: I was out there, I drove from Auburn Hills to Cleveland. There you go. <laughs> and I said, "That's a good. That's a good tip." Because she was like, "By the time this delay is over, you could have been in Cleveland already." I'm like, "Really?" <laughs> so yeah. So yeah. It's yeah. It's I can completely understand Vanessa having been out there saying, "I don't want any parts of that." live in auburn hills give me a break <laughs> uh
1: here's a confession in relation to jason jones latest article over on the athletic i've never owned a pair of chuck taylors before how <sighs> i never likewise. have i've eyeballed a pair for about three years and have never pulled the trigger on them
0: likewise
1: yeah i've never owned a pair of chuck taylors
2: maybe it's the late thing i don't know I'm gonna get some nah. this summer.
0: I'm gonna get some this summer. I do, I do want some. I'm gonna just, there, I
2: mean, out. almost everybody I know. I mean, and I, when I wrote the story, I was kind of like, maybe this is like a little too niche. Like, this is just like maybe a, a me thing. But all of them are numbers. I'm like, oh, wow. People are like, like going crazy over this. Like,
0: no, I think I, 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 think I, think I channeled
2: every reader we have over 50 or 60 in the comments. They're yeah. like, I played ball on those. I was like, wow, well, you played ball. That,
0: well, you've gone so well, damn far there. <laughs>
2: hey, Wilt got 100 points in Chuck.
1: <laughs> Allegedly.
2: <laughs> we still have no proof. Of we
1: still have no proof <laughs> at all. Uh, odds yeah. are you have owned a pair. Uh, your parents probably did too. Man, I, I'm, getting to, man. I'm, I'm getting a pair. I, I'm getting a pair. I should preface this. I was like, we were broke growing up. Like, I didn't I didn't start getting shoes. To, like, I was like, Twenty something. Mm. That's when I started getting like shoes, and we started having money like like later, later, but like really like getting shoes. Like I was in my twenties, mm. and I got my first pair of like brand new for free. When I mm. I've told the story before. When I worked at KSFM, the first major event I did was the truck event, mm. and they they fitted you out in in Jordan gear and clothes. So I didn't have ch- and so and so. I obviously I fell in love with Jordans. I was always in love with Jordans because I couldn't afford them.
0: Yeah,
1: and like I I had as a kid like I had. LA gears. Well, I didn't and, and I remember this this the shoes that I splurged on and they were inexpensive were the, I, the, the first like real shoe shoe I had that I could be was the Grant Hill the fila, fila And that was in comparison that was like 40 50 less. Yeah. Sure no bro, I had the stack
2: house.
0: The stack house. Oh, I remember That I, was like I, my there, first was about player to
2: I had a pair of Converse weapons when I was a kid, like in third, fourth grade, because I was already wearing like men's size shoes. So my shoes look better. But that was like my one like wild wow shoe before, you know, times got tougher. And I was in XJ 900s for the summer and, you know, pro wings and all that stuff. So, it's yeah, I kind of make thing. up for my shoe thing. Not having them, you know, now, but it's crazy to kind of working on that story. They actually they have redone the inside of the of the chuck, so they do feel better now. Okay, you know, so I you know I wear them to this day, and I guess no Devin Booker has you know and has a line of them. He endorses like Devin Booker wears them all the time.
0: Oh yeah,
1: this is one. Jason's incredible at what he does. This is a a a tremendous article with great visuals, Mm -hmm. and only our guy. Is going to make sure he works WWE superstars into his story about Chuck Taylor.
0: No Chucks. I gotta, now I gotta see this. He's,
1: well, you, you gotta go read it. Yeah, I gotta it's it's in it. there. There's, 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 there's WWE superstar references mm. in this article.
2: Hey, you see things at WrestleMania weekend and go, hey, why are you wearing those?
0: <laughs>
2: and you get a great story about Chucks being unaffordable in New Zealand. Wow
1: it's true story yeah. this is this jay this is great this is this is thanks. you you's kind of yeah you was yeah, kind yeah, of you right? you in your bag with this I'm one this is pretty dope yeah,
2: I kinda, yeah thanks i was this is one i've wanted to do for a while so it was like kind of you know oh so these devin
1: booker time. joins is cold these ones devin booker got on are nasty devin
0: booker yeah devin, where is he, where is devin booker from he, he behaves like he's from la though but he's from like michigan or something isn't he
2: I forget where Devin Booker's from.
0: He behaves like he's from LA,
2: though. Yeah, with the cars and everything mm-hmm. and the, the cars and the Chucks. Maybe it's like a subliminal that he's trying to get to the Lakers. <laughs> that's, what the, that's what Twitter's going to say. See, Devin Booker. Devin Booker. Booker Grand Rapids,
1: Michigan.
0: Yeah, I knew he was from Michigan. He And matter of fact, I knew that because uh, Floyd Mayweather's hometown, Grand Rapids, Michigan.
2: Hey, wow.
1: Uh, great stuff Jay man we appreciate you as always again you 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 were in your bag with this one this is great. this is this is prime Jason Jones over at the athletic right here uh, this article uh, entitled uh, the converse Chuck Taylor and why it's still the greatest shoe of all time you even learn who Chuck Taylor is <laughs>
2: you even go. learn why there's an ankle patch on the inside of the shoe
1: really mm-hmm. great stuff Jay we appreciate you my brother thanks for always making time no problem, for us.
2: I'll catch bro. y'all next week.